we're live on YouTube right now. We're in a heated conversation. What were you saying? I was saying I hate when people are in their late 20s, early 30s, and they're a part of a scene. I don't care if you're from Missouri or Las Vegas. It's like uh, people are part of cliques, and the last thing they want to do is tell the young kids about who they need to follow, what bikes they need to ride, which companies are good, which rider, which videos they should watch. Like, I just feel like they don't do that anymore. I remember when I was coming up, it was like, hey, Ricky, you need to know who Matt Hoffman is. You need to know who Van Homan is, Garrett yeah. Burns. You need to watch these videos. And it's just like, I don't feel like guys that are 10 years younger than me do that anymore. I honestly really don't feel like it. Because I go to skate parks. I'm everywhere. I'm still uh -huh. riding constantly. And when I pull up to a conversation, usually with older dudes, it's about their wife and their kids. Or about, not, how, you know what I mean? or about how awesome BMX used to be. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And the other thing is, is they just find kids annoying. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll be seriously. honest with you. I don't give one rat's ass about mumble rap nowadays. I don't care. I'm, I'm to that age. I think it's retarded. It sucks ass. I don't yeah. like it, but at the same time, I understand that when I was younger, my hip hop sucked to my to people that were older than me. Yeah, like you just have to be willing to listen to the kids and do what they want. Like I don't jewel it out. I don't vape. I don't. I don't wear Janko. Well, I wore Jankos when I was younger, but now they're wearing like these weird dickies that are rolled up with these weird beanies, and they got all this stuff. And it's just like older dudes just like ignore them. Or don't talk to them. And there's like this older guy crew that'll be on one side of the skate park. And then the younger generation stays over here. And they just don't come together. That is gets, and then, that's so bad at Rays. It's yes. so bad. And it's so true. And the worst part is, it's like the older guys What's up, need everybody? to just be like, hey, listen here, you little bastards. You need to start watching this. You need to start doing this. You need to start going to a local shop. Or... When people buy bike stuff online, there's I guess that's part of it now. That's the new thing. But if you're going to buy online and you buy from The Secret, from LB's, uh, from East County, whatever bike shop that you're buying from, that's who you rep. Like, you got to start repping that. Like, kids got to realize that. Without bike shops, man, we don't have a scene. We don't have... Without like, good bike man. shops. <laughs> right, but I'm saying that, like, I'm going to look this thing up on uh, YouTube so I could watch. But um, yeah, I just feel like older guys don't do that enough. No, I, I mean, I, know I, that I do. a lot of the time I'll bring up like if someone hasn't heard of like Van Homan or something like that, I'll be like, you need to watch this criminal mischief section or when certain like things get brought up, like you need to watch this video, but it's not like, uh, it's not like the same as your, what you're talking about. It, it's just fucking sad when I'm at a jam and I'm hosting one and Matt Hoffman is there and kids come up to me and they're like, hey, it's nice to meet you. It's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. Do you realize the dude that's next to me? Do you realize this is the first dude to do a handrail in street? 900. You know, do a 900 no-hander. Do the first 900. Do... I love the uh, front flip bail thing that he did on Vert, like at the end of it. This dude's just done so much oh, yeah. and created 
so much for BMX and kids like have no clue who he is. What about even worse? DMC's even worse. People have no idea. Like like people know of Matt Hoffman. I bet most kids have absolutely no idea. Have never even heard of DMC. I feel really guilty because I never put him in that, and he's still sponsored and he's still riding. And I mean, he just did the X Games and went out there and hooked a nine hundred. Yeah, and, and he pulled it. it. And, and he pulled it. Ev everybody on the deck was like, "Listen here, you old fuck, don't be doing that." And he's yeah. just like, "I don't give a shit. I'm yep. doing this." You know? Yes, DC it, is st DMC is still on Vans. Someone asked. I I think he might be the longest sponsored person. Probably. Uh, they're making fun of my water bottle or my water jug. Yeah, they should be making funny of your uh, camera. Yeah, the, if they only knew. Here, I'm going to show the webcam on the stream that I'm using to talk to Ricky. Look at this ancient artifact with a layer of dust. That is dust. That's how old that is. Use what you got, right? Stephen Hamilton just jumped the Condor two days ago. Yeah, I saw that. Yes, it's a Logitech. It's it's probably from uh, 2006. Well, what's really awesome about Stephen Hamilton jumping over Matt Hoffman is Elby's through that. Yeah, Elby's likes to do an old uh, an old school jam all the time, which are really every year. Enjoy. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got the owners, which is Mark Flippa Floppa Floop Loop, and then you got John, and those guys really do a lot for BMX. Like, if you're gonna go online and you're gonna buy from somebody online, I'd buy from Elby's. Elby's yeah. is the only bike shop that I know that sells plungers, <laughs> autographed plungers. Yeah, I'm I'm not joking you. The stuff they sell is awesome, and they only support real companies that are gonna support the scene. And that too. So right. Um, uh, we got ten people in here already. I, I, yeah, oh. I'm kind of. Somebody. Um, somebody said uh, John Parker. I forget about John Parker too. That dude kicked ass. I don't even know who John Parker is. I think he rode for GT. Uh, he's a front brake man, front back brake kind of guy. Yeah. During like the Volker days. So the early 90s, all the way up to the early 2000s. Uh, yeah, he was pretty good. I, I don't know. Um, uh, getting back to the topic that we were talking about, I, I just feel like like guys my age, being 36, it's really hard for us to when we're at the skate park and we see a 14-year-old kid and I know he's just starting and he's asking me questions. I always see usually guys my age that'll just kind of ignore it. Like yeah. it, it's kind of like hard for them. They're just like, eh, go over there, kid. I, I really don't have time for this. I, I have a wife and a life. I just want to enjoy BMX. Or they're Where, like, I got to do my cool <clears throat> tricks and you got to watch it. Yeah. Or they do, I'm going to cut you to hell off because I'm older. So you got to respect me. Yeah. But at, at the same time, usually I. I don't know. I, I'm I'm a very big, big BMX whore. There's only been a selected few times where I've gone to a skate park, and there's been dudes there that are huge pros, and I didn't know who they were. And then when I figured out who it was, I felt like a dumbass. Like oh, I went I've to been Penn there. Skate. I've been oh, there. I went, I went to Penn Skate, and I saw some dude do a tabletop, and I was like, holy shit, 
That was the greatest tabletop I've ever seen. I need to know who this dude is. And I get over there, and then someone's like, yo, Stoffer. And I, was, oh, and I start, like, flipping out because it's Chris Stoffer. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> like. <coughs> someone's like, what? Someone's like, do people really do that? I help kids all the time. He's from Australia. Yes, people really do that. And I, I'm not trying to be negative or do anything or, or bring things down because – that's obviously not my intentions at all. But yeah. I know it does happen. Like, nobody's just going to sit and have a conversation like we are. Like, it doesn't it doesn't happen too often. Like, older dudes are just like, yeah, I ride BMX, man. It's all I got enough time for. I work a 9 to 8. I have kids. I'm married. I just want to go to the skate park. I want to do one manual with a bitch pedal in there. I'm going <laughs> to drop in. We're calling it good. I'm going to do a feeble grind to easy 180. I don't need to do that hard shit. I just want to do a bow-legged X up. That's it. I don't get enough time. You know what I mean? And then you get older guys that have stayed in BMX long enough, and they got enough history. Like, I don't know who CK Gold is. It's Chris Gold. Chris He's from Gold West Virginia. It. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure he's older. Yeah, he because is older. Because usually when I say something, he has something to respond with. Yeah. So. You know, which I love. You know what I mean? How about uh, how do you all feel about S&M not paying riders? What's up with that? S&M doesn't pay riders? What does that no, even they mean? they pay riders. They don't? They do. That's what I was going to say. Uh, they pay riders, but people get paychecks cut. People that Hey, if you don't do your job, you're not getting yeah. paid. <laughs> well, if you walk into the warehouse and tell everybody you're the greatest bike rider ever and disrespect everybody and then go on live and tell your fucking boss to fuck off, you're not going to get paid. You're, you're telling me right now that they're not paying Mike Hucker. Mike Hucker is so goddamn good. You're paying oh, Mike yeah. Hucker. Yeah. You're paying Charlie. You're yeah. paying, you know, Kareem ain't getting paid because Kareem, Kareem's just a character. I, Kareem's probably just getting help. Kareem isn't a pro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Mike Hoder, you bet your goddamn ass Mike Hoder's getting paid. Yeah. But the other thing is people don't realize is Mike Hoder works construction and he works at a, a sandwich shop in Seattle. And he works at a bike shop. Like, we've gone back to this before. Like, you don't make – there's a selective few. There's like a 5 to 2% people that can live off of BMX and make enough. Yeah. And then the rest have to work a 9 to 5. You just have to. You can't. There's there's not enough money for a person to make enough. Like you know what I mean? You got mm -hmm. you got the people that own the place and they're paying all the money and then they gotta hire someone to sell it, which is me, a sales rep, and I don't make the most money in the world. I make enough money to live. You know what I mean? I could go yep. work construction and make more money, but I love BMX. So I'm gonna work doing that. And then it trickles down to the riders. And the riders got to, you know, just because you're good on a bike, and we've had this conversation two weeks ago, doesn't mean that you deserve a paycheck. There, right. You have to have more to offer. You have to be a you, freaking, you literally salesman. are being, it's your job. You literally have to do work. You have to do work. And there was so, it was so funny. I listened, something I was listening to, it was the Mike Spinner podcast with uh, Kyle Carlson. He, uh, Carlson brought up the whole thing where it was big news a couple years ago that a company 
made it very clear what their riders had to do. And if they didn't do it, they were going to get this amount, this much money cut off of their paycheck. And they brought that up how, because apparently a bunch of people were mad about it. And I was like, yeah, uh, that's called doing your job and you know what you're supposed to do for your job. And if you don't do your job, you're not getting paid for your job because you didn't do your job. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, man. You're, you're, <laughs> the way I like to say it is you're uh, a moving billboard. Yeah. And you got to be able to sell product every single day. Like kids nowadays, this is weird, but like the whole signature product thing has become like the normal thing or the signature, you know, complete. Yeah. But it's like I've seen so many pros get a signature complete and I'm like, dude, do you have a signature complete? How come you're not advertising that? Yeah. I mean, I could I could take a pro right now and I remember being on a shop tour and I went into a shop and I saw his bike. So I took a picture of it. I sent him a text and I said, hey, give this bike shop a shout out. And then here's the picture of your bike and tell him, thank you for carrying our bikes. Right. And he didn't do it. And I'm like, dude, th this is why you're I think, not getting any I think part like, of that too might also be because uh, the rider was probably just told that they were going to have a signature bike that has nothing to do with them. Doesn't Isn't their geometry or the parts they ride or anything like that. So they're like, oh, this complete bike that has nothing to do with me has my name on it. And it has like, it's nothing like my own bike. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They spent the money to get that shit. That's the whole point. I give away tons of bike parts to fucking kids. I literally, last week, I gave at least 15 people stuff. And majority of those are shops. Not just buying stuff, I gave for jams. I give away 10 things for jams. And when I give it away, it's usually a few hundred dollars. Yeah. Now, obviously, this isn't my money. This is the company I've worked for, which is Merit BMX. We're not the biggest company that's out there. We're one of the four parts companies or five that are true just parts companies. And we're still doing this. We support bike shops and we support kids. And kids are always, you know, like, oh, well, what about getting paid and stuff, man? If you're getting free bike parts, you're getting paid. Like, I don't give a shit who you are. Like if unless well, up, and, uh, there's that's true until you're on the pro team. If you're on a pro team, you should be getting yes. paid. Yes, and that's why if you're on pro where we are, you get paid for that. We yeah. do not pull that. Every single person that's on our team gets a paycheck and also has a signature part. Yeah, all of us because my boss Mike Brennan has been through it, has been a pro for the last twenty years, and knows how it goes, and has been on s several teams. And it's just all about giving back. And a lot of it, I, I don't want to be the negative old fart, but a lot of kids just think they deserve it. Like, yeah. it's automatic. Dude, I don't give a fuck how good you are. Do you know how many kids nowadays can do bunny hop double bars? Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I give it one more year, and a kid's going to start doing bunny hop double whips. I'm not even kidding you. Bunny hop double whips is coming. Sounds crazy. But Mike Brennan in 2005 was getting a foot almost over on bunny hop double whips. That's 2005. That's 14 years ago. Bunny hop double whips is the next thing coming. That's that's my prediction. 
that's coming within a year to two years because kids are so goddamn good. And usually, the I, I guarantee you the first person would probably be Dylan uh, Dylan Lloyd. He's he could bunny hop seven twenty like nothing. So yeah, that dude's him. that dude's nuts. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. let's see. Stephen Murray, example of someone who was amazing and got dropped from every sponsor for being a dickhead. That's like the worst thing to say. He yeah, that's a bad person to paralyzed. talk about, though. <laughs> Even if it's true, it's kind of crap. It sucks to. You know, well, the other thing is you got to think at that time, him and Corey Nastasia were the greatest dudes on yeah. the bike doing all of that. And Steven might have been super cocky at that time because he was winning every goddamn contest. He was winning Dutor, the King of Dirts. He was winning X Games. So obviously his cockiness could have been considered the same thing at that. Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of like, I hate saying it. That's the same thing if you said something about Scotty Cranner. Or you said the same thing about Mad Dog. What's that kid's name that had an accident? Brett. You know? You know? It, it, those subjects are always super tough because there's... I have a hard time with I just avoid men. that altogether. <laughs> avoid that uh, conversation. That Kostya, Adrif, and Dylan Lloyd, Kostya. those two are very good, yeah. And another funny thing, since we're bullshit and we're talking, and I'm bringing up tricks, uh, Garrett Reynolds can't be the greatest bike rider forever. And I always try to think of who's going to be the next kid to beat him, and I think it's that new kid from Australia. The one he just put on Fiend. Lewis. That just had an edit come out last week. Lewis? Yeah. I, I think Lewis is a contender to beat Garrett Reynolds. Maybe. But Garrett Reynolds could end up being like Michael Jordan, motherfucker. Suck my dick and no one's going to beat me. Oh, look so. at Rob Ridge. <laughs> look at Rob Ridge has done nothing but get better and focus on what he was good at. So why couldn't Garrett keep going? Well, Garrett's is a little bit different. He's not Obviously, he's going bigger, but still. He's going bigger. So, and the funny part is, is Garrett hasn't, Garrett's like Brad Sims. Those two dudes haven't had huge injuries. Yeah. They're just so good. And they, I don't know if Garrett works out, but Brad Sims bench presses cars daily. All right. That dude works <laughs> out all the time. He's healthy. He eats healthy. So that's why his injuries are not as bad, you know? Yeah. Someone said that Lewis Mills video is insane, and then the last person said Lewis got last at Simple Session. Yes, obviously he's going to get last at Simple Session. Does he do runs? Is he a person that's conditioned to go out there and do that? He's a single trick rider. Yes, but he's probably a person that looks for more setups than can go out there and be like Daniel Dares. Yeah, like there's another person that people take for. You know, granted, Daniel Dares is my age, dude, and he's out there doing corkscrew seven twenty double. Yeah, bits. he's placing. Like, he gets. He's getting second at feast today. Yeah, and people don't look at that. Yo, what's up, Jeremiah BMX? I don't know who you are. I think that <laughs> Jeremiah BMX might be a wheel mill kid. Not positive, but I think. Uh, I don't know that Lewis Mills video. I got bored when I watched it. Yeah, but you're 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 a lot different though. There was no like, personality uh, to it. It was yes. just banger after banger, and it was like I don't want to banger after banger after banger. Then he'll flip off the camera when he lands it. There's no personality, and there's no like B-roll that was like I don't know if you're not just like oh my god, this is the craziest riding ever. 
there's nothing for you. Okay, well, maybe you're becoming old, you old fuck. No, I don't think so, because I acknowledge that it's insane. I just think that I want to see more than just insane riding. Right, but you're in a different category already, because you're weird. Weird riders don't relate to that, so they don't like it. Here's the other thing, and I'm willing to admit this. I can't watch Tate Ross Kelly ride. Why? I tell Tate. When I get on the phone with him, I'm like, because you cocksucker, you beat me to the trick I was going to do. And then he'll text me and be like, oh, I was going to do that. So when I watch people like that, it's hard for me to watch. It's the same with a comedian. A comedian can't watch another comedian because then they get the same ideas. I love Tate. Me and Tate talk all the time. He's a really great rider. But I have a hard time when someone rides like me. Now, when somebody's completely opposite of me, usually that's kind of what stokes me out. So, like, uh, that new kid that rides for Colt, the, the pro kid, the kid that does, like, the tabletop, twitchy tabletop, turn down stuff. I have no I idea. I really like that riding. Who's that kid from Canada? That new kid. Peg I don't was? know. I don't know. Somebody on here knows. How do I not I know? Uh, Ex- I'm already forgetting who you are. Dovey? <clears throat> He's from Australia, I thought. No, not him. It, it's uh, Corey so, Walsh. Corey Walsh. Yes, Corey Walsh. I thought you were very, talking very good. newer than no. Corey Walsh. No, I, and I really, really enjoy that stuff. I yeah, have a hard time good. watching people that ride like me. And to be honest with you, I can watch because I watch so many edits a day. I can literally tell you what a person's about to do. Oh, me too. Do. Me too. So, so it hurts. Like it sucks when I see that. That's why I'll be very honest with you. You want to know the best videos out there, and you got a chance right now. Go watch Team Staff. Staff, Chris Carter, and Mark Maywison and Rosie are the best bike riders in the whole fucking world. And why? <laughs> because they're grinding spiked fences. You yeah. can't grind a spike fence. The stuff that they're doing is so simple and looks so easy, but it's not, and it's so hard. And they live a block away from me, and I only get to ride with them once every six months because they're so reclusive. They only like to ride by themselves. They're not assholes. They're not dicks. They're not out to prove anything. They just want to ride and put out videos of their own stuff, and they get barely get any views. They barely get any coverage, but to me, oh, I love their riding, man. But you are right. I, I, you know, I watched Lewis Mills' video, and I, I, I'm not like it is. I'm impressed, but I'm not super stoked. I don't want to go and ride my bike after watching that. that That's what you need, because you can watch a Garrett Reynolds video and get stoked to ride. I don't. Garrett Reynolds is so fucking good. I don't even need to watch it, and I know it's good. That's the worst part. Like I, oh yeah, I watch Garrett Reynolds. Like the here, here's the worst part about living in New Jersey. Okay, I live in New Jersey. So when I go with his old filmer or photographer, he brings me to a spot. Like I used to film with him and he's like, yo, I'm going to bring you this dope spot, dude. We show up to a spot. It's a 20 stair handrail or it's a 20 stair. And then there's a handrail. And then at the end of the handrail is like a fence that's in the way. He's like, I brought Garrett here, dude. He didn't do it. You want to do it? But <laughs> fucking Garrett didn't do it. Why do I want to do it? And then he'll bring me to a spot where Garrett did like, you know, nose bonk, double bar down a 20 stair ledge. It's like, I, dude, it makes no sense. I don't want to do it. Like Garrett's, Garrett, Garrett's fucked. That's all I got to say, man. He's he, just the best. He's so damn good. I don't care to watch it. 
And yeah. Ty Morrow, Ty Morrow pisses me off more than anybody because he's so talented and so good, but he has the mentality of a skateboarder where he's like, oh, I'll put one video out once a year, bro. That's all I got to do. And somehow he has sponsors. Good job, man. I'm proud of you, but that ain't the way BMX works nowadays, dude. I, I just don't like it. You know, the best, most professional BMXer that we have out there that sells stuff and does stuff is Dakota Roche. Dakota Roche, bare none, is the greatest. Puts out Instagram clips all the time when yeah. he has a new part coming out, our new bike part. He always advertises those. He's always in his stories telling you to go to, to the web store and go to local shops. And once a month, he goes to King's Ride Shop and he gives away his bike to a local kid. Greatest. If I could sponsor him and I had a company, that would be the guy I'd want to do. Dakota Roche. And he's still pushing it. He's still great. Love that dude. A lot of people have that opinion. A lot, a lot of people. Hi, hi, hi. A lot of people asking about oh, things. <laughs> we we specifically said we weren't going to talk about this. Oh yeah, I, I I I can just say this. My opinion is this: is I work in the industry, and obviously I'm going to hear and know things that other people aren't going to know, and I just. I You're cutting out for a reason. It literally just froze. Poor network connection. Skype was like, "No, Ricky. No. You can't say that." Oh, what happened? All right, I'll keep the show on the road myself. So basically what Ricky was going to say is that uh He's not allowed to talk about this, and he doesn't want to get in trouble for it. I don't know what's going on, but maybe Ricky's phone died. I bet you his phone died. Well, either way, how's everybody doing today? Good good day of bikes? Yeah, his face is funny, isn't it? Anybody ride bikes today? I dug trails today what's up Harlem oh it ended let's try and call him back what's up CX oh that's not what we want to see I think his phone died oh is he calling me what's going on I'm so confused. Did your phone die? Hello? What is going on? What is going on? I'm lost. Sorry, everyone. Inception. Inceptioned. Nope. Rain riding street or wheeling skate park tomorrow. Nice. So I'm trying to figure out how to call him back. Get rid of that. That's the quality that I was dealing with. Did you just can answer? You, Are we good? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Turn on the Hold video. On. Did your phone die? No, my phone didn't die. Did I lose you again? No, you're here. Uh, what happened is you froze and then kicked me offline. That's weird. Because it froze and everything was good for me. Oh, it was? Yeah. 
we just sat here. Uh, basically, it was a sign that said you need to not talk about this on the internet right now. Okay, perfect. So we could <laughs> we could change the subject. Uh, let me see. Who do we got? I, I wish people would. Hey, people! I don't know how many people are on here. 18? Eighteen. Yeah. All right. Out of you, eighteen people, give us some questions. Ask us some things. Yeah. Let's... Say some things. You want to know anything? Ask me. I've only been in BMX for like 25 years. You want to do a flare I'm... whip? Ask Ricky right now. Flare whip? The first time I ever tried a flare was 1997, 98. And guess what happened? You flipped. Jack diddly shit. <laughs> I basically did a corked 540. It was a dance comp sabotage. What's your favorite <laughs> trick to do, Ricky? Uh, Harlem shit. My favorite trick to do, everybody knows it, is bitch pedal. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of a full cab. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know you know what's so funny is when I hang out with uh, Vic Murphy, uh, I told Vic Murphy, I was like, what is the secret to doing tabletops? And Vic Murphy says, you just have to get really mad and look at your front tire. So when I do tabletops, I try to stare at my front tire, but I can only turn my front tire barely. So asking the question of when you said, uh, did Christopher's powers rub off on me? No, they didn't, because I still can't shoulder burn. If you can tabletop and you burn your shoulder, you're a god. I, I just can't do it. I can do a tabletop, but it looks like an old man tabletop. It's just a regular, like, you know, here it isn't like... <laughs> um. Yeah, I my answer for the best year of BMX as a whole is uh, every single year ever because That's BMX is one. always awesome. Why haven't all frames adapted the built-in chain tensioners as a norm? Because it costs money and there's like a lot of $300 frames out there. Well, the other thing that you're forgetting is there's a minimum. So when you're making a chain stay... You have to buy X amount of those. So usually, if you're an American-made company, you're only going to do runs of 50 to 100. In order to get those chain stays for those ones, you're going to have to order usually 300 to 600. No one wants to order 6 to 300 because are you guaranteed to sell those 3 to 600? That's the other problem is it's easy to ask for all these things. But in order to make them is really hard. So take a company like ours, Merit BMX. We pay for all of our molds. So we make all of our product. We do not copy anybody else. We do not take somebody else's idea and put our name and, and put a color on it. We make all of it ourselves if it makes sense. Now a chain, that's different. Nobody has a billion dollars to make a chain. And if you do, your company's really huge. Shadow and Odyssey have been in the game for 20-something years, obvious. Merit's only been here six. But I'm saying that answering for that chain state thing, you're going to have to order like 300 of those. Are you guaranteed to sell 300 frames? Selling 300 frames is really hard. Just frames. How many bike shops have you walked in and saw more than two frames? Not too many. Or any frames. <laughs> A lot of and bike shops don't even have frames. Here, let's do this one. How many all BMX bike shops are left in the United States? One, all two, BMX. two. No, more. There's more than that. The last I counted is 12. I only know of two. 
and that means they're not selling SC bikes. That means they're not selling scooters. That means they're not selling skateboards. They're just selling BMX. There is only about 12 left. I can take away two of those 12 because I know that they sell like old 80s stuff. So the one inch clamp diameter for bars, is it a fad or the new move? I bet you it's both. <laughs> it makes sense. It definitely makes sense, but I bet you not enough people care about it enough to uh, make it a thing. The mold for it's expensive. Mold? Shit. Mold can, for what? Uh, you, you got to make your own. Well, I'm only thinking when, whenever we think of making things, we make it from scratch. So whatever we got to fuck. I'm talking about bars and stems. You don't need a mold for bars and stems. If I'm making my own stem, I do. If I'm making my own bar, I do. If you're going to if you're going to make it the cheap way, if you're going to do it right, you're going to use a CNC. Oh, I didn't hear the question. My bad. I'm drunk. One inch clamp diameter bars. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking of those new ones that everyone's doing. That big bastard at the bottom, and then it goes up. Yeah, that's uh, what it's talking about. But you don't use a mold for that. That's in how the tubing is made, and how you mill out the aluminum. You could use a you could use forged. Yeah, but you have to. Yeah, but you have to have a machine that makes that, and that's where your mold comes into play. There is no mold. Yes, but you have to have a machine. Well, not mold, but there's a machine that has to make yeah. that, so you have to have it specific. Yeah. That's just easier for me to say mold. Uh, a set of forks. Let me tell you this. Forks will be the last thing we ever do because of insurance. If you look around right now, everybody's forks are blowing off. Hell no. <laughs> not Odyssey's forks. That's why everyone rides them. Three BMX shops within 30 minutes of you. You must have a big scene name, in there. Name those. That's Australia. God's, it's Australia? Yeah. All right. I'm talking America. Australia is like a totally different world. Australia only has a couple distros too, so it's really tough over there. Prices are super high. And the other thing is, is Australia is the only place I know that has fake grass before you do the handrail, and then you land in the real grass. That makes me laugh. You go through fake grass, and then you do the handrail, and then you land in the regular grass. What? I don't even know what you're talking about. You know that AstroTurf grass? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen handrails where you ride AstroTurf grass, then you do the handrail, and then you land in the regular grass. Interesting. The shop, Mesril. Uh I think the shop sells SC bikes. Uh, I'm thinking uh, Mudslingers. Uh, Mudslingers, I think, sells uh, SEs. I don't know. They're in the middle. Like, they're in a garage. I think it's mostly BMX. Or Hold on. I got you right now. He's got a really dope uh, Mudslingers larson's yeah has he has the dopest front yard i'll tell you that oh yeah he does um tony's the man yeah tony's rad uh i had another one in my head but i can't think is powers powers bike shop powers yeah. is all bmx uh powers is keeping everything bmx going yeah the powers is rad
big jug. Everybody talks about my water jug. I'm curious what people do have and what they don't have. Sometimes. We've got 23 people in here right now. Let's roast Logan and Ian are the man, but they also sell road bikes and comfort bikes. So they're not strictly just BMX. A hundred percent BMX. Odyssey needs to make wider forks. Someone says. Well, that goes back into having to pay for the product and do the whole thing. Yeah. How are you not pissing, gulping down that jug? Uh, I got a big bladder. I got a big bladder. <laughs> I guess. I was blessed in the bladder, bladder category. Vic at Circuit BMX has the greatest shot in the front. When you walk in, it's like walking on a basketball court. Vic is notorious for having the cleanest and dopest shot. Why is Marcus Christopher so good? I have no clue who that is. He's from Ohio. He rides for DK now. He's 16 years old. He's got a backyard ramp set up. He did front oh, flip yeah. over his box jump just now. And then as soon as he lands, there's a six-foot quarter, and he does a backflip to fakie on that. <laughs> well, did you forget what he owns? You just said why he's so good. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. He has a ramp in his backyard. He's, he's been amazing forever. It's crazy. You know that little kid that rides for Fiend that's from Washington? No. Tony uh, Rakes, Johnny Rakes. Isn't he? You want I thought him? he was like yeah, a little, like. He's young. He's I didn't like know 18, he was that young. Probably 17. You want to know why he's so good? Why? He had a sub box in his backyard. He had a little quarter pipe with a sub box, and that's all he rode. And he just learned every single damn trick you could. And nice. Western and Eastern Washington has the best skate parks ever. So he's just one of those kids that is super talented, really good at a skate park, and can adapt from the skate park to the streets. It's like, remember when Scotty Cramner would go on Roadfuls, or went on Rock and Roll Tour, and he did, remember the Abubica, the front flip? If you're really good on a skate park, any skate park you go to, you're going to be really good because it's the same transition, the same shit, yeah. right? Then you just have the mind that it's so easy for you, you could adapt to street riding easy. That's why Garrett's so damn good at riding street. That's why all of the... That's why every single pro over the age of 24 used to be a skate park kid. No, and and there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. I'm just saying that's the... Like, people don't know that. People don't know it. Kids don't know that today. They have no idea that all of the people they look up to used to be skate park kids who are amazing at riding skate parks. Back in my day, you know what made kids real good? What? Jumping, riding a flyout? No, they were racers. Oh, that's still a thing. Yeah, that's still... I know that, but how many guys do you know that move up from racing and then go to trails and then from trails to street to skate park? Not too many. That's what I came from. I rode... I did racing, and then I learned 360s on the DK dirt jumping circuit. I learned that from Joe Johnson, and then I went and did a stupid bike shop uh, what do you call those? A uh, bike show. And I learned 540s on a vert ramp. This is what, I'm 12, I think. I was 12 at the time. And that's how I learned. And then I just learned from riding, you know, uh, riding at the racetrack and then started riding trails. And you get better that way. And majority of these kids that are real good at riding street nowadays, 
most of them were skate park guys that sat at the skate park, did bar spins all day long. I heard Garrett when he was learning bar spins, all he did every single day for two years was a bar spin. You of know course. George. Uh, you know George's son, or not George's. George, uh, Grim Grimaldo, George's son. No. His, his son's name's George. He does double bars and knows Willie's. He rides for Animal, and now he's on United. Little I, George. Yeah, I don't know who okay. you're talking about. Anyway, the last two years, all he's been trying to do is all he's been doing is bunny hop bars. Yeah. Now that dude is a bar spin god. He could do a bunny hop bar to back to bar to manual to bar to bar to back. All those kids, every kid, <laughs> like a regular trick nowadays is double bar spin. It's yeah. crazy to me. We got 26 people in here. Hell yeah. You 26 people are ass kickers. I love all you guys. Uh, Vic, Vic Beam or whatever Bam. is a badass Harlem shit. Like, um, I don't know about his antics. His antics could get him in trouble. Oh, yeah. But you know what I mean? But I think that's just more of a rebellious thing, which is awesome, too, at the same time. I'm, you know, I don't like going to jail. So, I mean, cool. You want to be, re out. if you want to be rebellious, <laughs> tear it up. Me? I personally don't want to go to jail, man. I'm too pretty. I'd probably get messed with. Stoney's in here. What's up, Stoney? Stoney. Old fat guy, BMX. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's rad. <sighs> I. It's almost 9 o'clock, and I'm still on here. I love this. Yeah, I know. What's up? Yeah, um... With racing, racing has a lot of regulations and rules. No, racing, like, not even that's not even why he can't race. There's some crazy situation thing that happened that he took the blame for that is like there's some it's just some crazy huge cluster F situation that I think not no one knows what actually happened but the people who were there and they're not letting him race because of that. And probably right, because of the way he acts. Yes, and definitely. And with racing, it is so political. That's why people don't race. Number one, you got to be rich as fuck to race. It's the same with there's tons of kids out there that kick ass at being somebody up here was talking about contest riders. You know, let's just think about one of the best contest riders, but he never goes to contest is um, who's the dude that's a Woodward all day long and kicks everybody's. He's just the best. Jay, Jay Dalton. Jay Dol Jay, what is his name? Jay Dalton. Dalton. Dalton, whatever. Dalton, Dalton can't afford to travel. If Jay Dalton could go to every single contest, he would be placing all the time. But he can't afford it. And then when he can afford it and he goes to those, he does shitty because he's worried about the fact that, like, I can't go big because if I get hurt, I can't work. I make $5 an hour working at Woodward, which sucks ass, even though he gets free practice. It's kind of it, it sucks for him because he's so goddamn good at one spot that he rides at nowhere else, and then he only makes five dollars an hour working at Woodward, and everyone thinks, oh, you make so much money. No, you don't. It's the worst place in the world to work. You don't make shit because they're like, well, you're at Woodward, dog. Take that's why. That's why you t if you pay attention to it, no one who works at Woodward has a wife or kids or anything or is over the age of like thirty. Uh, what's his name? Jeremiah. You're wrong. Jeremiah does. Jeremiah works at Woodward. Jeremiah who? End is over 30. Who? Jeremiah Smith? Yeah. I didn't know he worked there. Does he actually yeah. work there? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. I've been there three times. Every time he's there. Interesting. And he has to sit and watch the stupid kids and they, you know how they are. They're on their phone going, oh God, this sucks. 
while everyone else is riding and they can't ride because they're working. And then when I was there last time, some kid landed on his face, but Joel Do- Jay Dalton was going 40 feet in the air and couldn't see the kid. Interesting. Uh, Spencer Foreman, Forsman is crazy good too. I'm pretty sure him and Jay Dalton get offers all the time, but they're very particular. Like I know Jay Dalton will not run anything other than Maxxis tires. Won't run. His bike has to weigh 16 pounds. I don't know how Spencer Forsman is, but I'm pretty sure he's a pretty particular rider too. He just likes Sunday <clears throat> Odyssey stuff because he says it's the strongest. Well, good job. So is Standard. But is that going to pay you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Odyssey and Sunday will pay you. Uh, yeah, but they're not going to put them on. Yeah, obviously not. You know why they're not going to put them on? He already reps them for free. Because he's in Pennsylvania, middle of nowhere. Get your ass down to Austin, Texas, and Southern California. He, he already to... reps them on his YouTube channel for free. They don't have to pay him. I know that. I'm not talking about paying. I'm talking about you want to get sponsored. It's the same thing with you sitting on that goddamn chair with your pretty-ass hair, Alistair Witten. <laughs> you need to get your ass out of the middle of nowhere with your cornfields. Quit riding the same freaking six-foot spine and that four-foot quarter. Leave that place. Go all the way to Florida and ride somewhere out there with Dave Crone. And then leave Florida. Go to Northwest BMX. Go ride Green Lake with Mike Coder, then leave there, go down to San Diego, ride the ditch with, I don't care who the hell you ride with down there, and then I want you to go to Texas, and then from Texas, go all the way to Montana, and then I'll be proud of you. But what do you do? You go windmill, that little park you got, or that little park you got, you go ride trails now, and then where else do I see you? That's pretty much it. Rays. (laughs) Oh, my God. Get the hell out of those skate parks. Can I see street from you? Can you just do a live video of you doing nothing but handrails? That's it. <laughs> handrails. That's it. I want one day of you to go out and show everyone that you can do handrails like a beast. And I know you can. I hate and rails I know you can so much. Street. I know you. Yeah. But you're one of those dudes that's particular because you're set in what you No, like I'm just do. scared of handrails. They scare me. Good. That's what we want. Every single person in here right now wants to fucking see you ride rails. I'm scared of rails, but my dumbass goes out and does them when it's snowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and hey, I, I had a clip. In, I had a clip in fire mids, okay, and it was in the streets. Hey, every time they're filming, I go the complete opposite way because I don't want to be in. I don't want to be around in those shenanigans. Interesting <clears throat> comment here. Spencer what? comes from a family with money makes coin from YouTube and doesn't care to get a paycheck from a BMX company. He just moved out of my town, never comes to ride without vlogging. Good. That's awesome. It's just interesting. My parents love me. (laughs) That's just an interesting comment. You know, uh, there's a dude named Andrew Carpenter from Seattle, Washington. That is one of the greatest bike riders ever. I might've told you about him. I'm when I say greatest, I mean, in 2000, he was doing 540 bar spin over spines, and he was 16 years old. This is year 2000. I don't know if anybody realizes, in the year 2000 around there is when Ryan Nyquist and everyone was just starting to do backflips over spines, and that was like the cool thing to do. This kid was doing 540 bars. There's tons of kids that are out there that are so goddamn good that they don't care. What about Stephen Mack? 
that's from Palm Spring, California. That dude is, is so damn good. Guess what? Doesn't give a shit. There's so many riders out there that are so good, like Spencer Forsman, and they just want to ride for their own. Dave Crone. Yeah. Dave Crone could still be on Colt and still could be a huge sponsored guy and have his name out there. Guess what? He wants to live in a hut out in the middle of the swamps and ride turtles. Yeah. Hey, that's never cool. Never brush his hair. Well, you I want to I want to ride in the middle of Ohio and play with my lizards. <laughs> <laughs> You just want to comb your hair. I no. wish you. I wish you would just go out and beast mode on the streets. Just one. Give us one edit of nothing but street. You realize take your fucking brakes off. You, take your brakes off. Take no, your brakes that'll off. never happen. But yeah, will listen. Time, take your brakes off, Ricky. I have an entire folder of street clips. I know you do, but none of them are brakeless. Take your fucking brakes off. I'm not bra- taking my brakes off. Why? Because I can go like this and grab the bars, and I'm brakeless. One time, look, 27 people on here. Everybody wants to see you. Take them off. No, brakes stay on. Look, in all caps. Godzilla doesn't count. He's from Australia. Tell him to go ride a kangaroo. Well, I'm trying to talk to you. (laughs) God damn it. You said 27 people in here and they all want to see it. And immediately you were wrong. Oh, one person. The dude's like 31 years old, man. He probably has a GT drop nose, rides a Credence, (laughs) and has freaking S&M slam bars. Godzilla, what is your bike? Talk to me right now. I do ride kangaroos. He likes to stay with the Amish people. Keep them on. Someone says keep them on. Brakes are awesome. You are outvoted. You are outvoted. I'm telling you, take your brakes off one time. Why do I want to not be myself? Brakes are me. Oh my god. I'm telling you. Conform. Conform. Conform to the BMX industry. You want me to put a coaster on too and start doing fakey bar spins? No. Free coasters are gay. I'm telling you, one time, take your brakes off and just do one edit for me, brakeless. I'm just curious. All right? Bruce Kersman did it, and he became the greatest brakeless dude. All right? Can't deny that. Just saying one time, brother, and then cut your hair. One time. (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to happen either. Uh, conform. I love you. You know I love you. Conform. Cut you your hair. You. Cut the brake cable. How big is your belt buckle right now? That's what the whole crew wants to know. My belt buckle? I know you have a belt buckle right now. Don't lie to me. I'm wearing shorts, pal. All right. Just checking. <laughs> just checking. Oh, shit. We're up to 28 people. Holy crap. I haven't even put it on Instagram. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put it on Instagram real quick. Should we both? You know, my... Should we both go live on Instagram? <laughs> For what? And and tell people. Or, no, this is good. Say hi to my Instagram story. Yo, what's up, mother? We're live on YouTube. Swipe up and get in here. It's pretty funny. <clears throat> Harlem shit. You know what I think about Corey Jarman? Corey Jarman was so good for his time. It was unbelievable. I just wish he didn't make the mistake of making the frame that he made. If he didn't make that frame, he wouldn't be the joke that he became because of that frame. And the same thing goes for that really, really good dude that was a professional uh, scooter guy. Who's that dude? Uh, Kevin. Is it Kevin? 
As somebody help me out, he was a professional motorized scooter rider. I have never even heard of that. Uh, he used to be on McNeil. And then before McNeil, he was on Verde. He had really nice hair. It was combed to the side. Come on. You can respect guys with really nice hair. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, fuck. Ricky, stop doing full cabs and I will stop doing lip tricks. Kevin Kalkoff? That's the name I was going to say. No, not Kevin Kalkoff. It's, uh... Dave Thompson? Dave Thompson? No. <laughs> I have good stories about Dave Thompson. Um, stop doing full cabs? Corrali. All right. Oh, Kevin, Kevin Corrali. That was the name. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Corrali. Like, Kevin Corrali has a stigma to him. You know, there's... Oh, God. I could get into the whole thing of how certain riders have certain stigmas to them. Take yeah, I'm an ice pick rider with brakes. There's nothing wrong with it, man. I'm just saying, one time, try it without brakes and see what happens. You'll learn new stuff. It's the same thing. I'm going to put my front brake back on. I'm not going to be able to do much, but I'm going to try to take you to the street. I'm going to nose pick some uh, weird random bullshit, and I'm going to do that for a bit. I'll take them off. I should put rear brakes back on. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, you That'd should. That'd be a good one. Eric Hawley. Eric Hawley, holy shit. That dude murdered that one flat handrail on, was it Roadfuls 18? Roadfuls 15? Dude, Road that was a good video. Uh, bar spin to feeble to kick flip out. Fuck the world. Manual. Did he like manual to crank flip? I don't even remember. He did crazy stuff. The last clip was the craziest thing ever. Put brakes back on and foofa new something, you dingus F. <laughs> it makes me laugh that, like, obviously, if it wasn't for Eddie Cleveland, I would still have brakes on and be pegless and just ride trails. But Eddie Cleveland moved to my town and told me I was a queer. So you took your brakes off and slammed your seat? <laughs> I took my brakes. No, Eddie Cleveland ran four pegs and ran four-piece bars. Yeah, with and slammed seats. Isn't he spin. part of what brought in the slammed seat thing? Mm, part of it. Uh, Garrett uh, Garrett Burns is running a slam seat. There was tons of people running slam seats. He was just the flavor of the month at that time. Interesting. We're not going to talk. Ian Schwartz is sick, okay? I don't care what anyone says. Uh, I don't have anything about that. Like, Certain topics like that are stupid. I, I think so, fish. too. I like what's-his-name. Bad things happen all the time. I mean, I could, there's so many instances. There's so many people getting mad because somebody breaks up with their girlfriend and somebody hits on her or she cheats on and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Eddie Cleveland in 2006 was BMX. Eddie Cleveland is one of the only riders I know that made everybody change their bike and their riding exactly like him. Aitken, Eddie Cleveland. Wait, did Eddie Cleveland ride for Fit? Yeah. So both of them ride for Fit. Let's see who else there is. Who else is there? What do you mean? Made you change the way you ride? Yeah. Or are you talking about who was on Fit at that time? No, they made a lot of people. They made a lot of people change the way they ride. He rode for Fit. Everybody runs smooth. He rode for Fit. Of course. Robbie Morales knows how to sponsor all the best riders in the world. It seems that way. Robbie Morales... Robbie Morales is so good at picking people that when you go ride street with him, I, I told you this story before, but some people on here don't know this story. I remember in 2005, riding street, me, Eddie Cleveland, um, 
uh, Metal George, just some random people. We're in L.A., and we're at these banks, and um, these two kids show up, and they both do turndowns over the bank. Yeah. And then and then Robbie's like, yo, did you see that? And I was like, yeah, two little shitheads did turndowns. Who gives a shit? He's like, yeah, well, that last kid right there, that's going to be the best bike rider in the world. I was like, yeah, fuck if it is. He sucks. And he's like, no, he's going to be the best. You know who that rider was? No. Fucking Dakota Roche. <laughs> That's another example. That's another example, though. He rode for for Fit. Someone said Van Homan and Chase Hawk. Those are two influential people. Both rode for Fit. Yeah. Fit had the best. Justin Inman. Oh, my God. Justin Inman. He had had everybody. Remember the two Rastafarian cats? He had both of those dudes. That's crazy. He had Chase D. Hart. And the best part is Chase DeHart with brakes is 20 times better than Chase DeHart. Absolutely. Uh, so I, does I, would you say, okay, let's let's see if we would agree Fit here. Fit had then. the greatest team ever yes. in BMX. Yeah, period. that's what I was going to say. From 2000 to 2009, because 2010 is when uh, Robbie started. Colt. Colt. 2010 <laughs> till the end. Yeah, it went to shit. So. That's crazy. I never thought about it. Be, it Brian Foster. Wait, 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 hold Brian on, Dan's Foster? right, Dan's right, hold on, hold on, Dan's right, Dan, you are right, but that's the 90s, so I'll say in the 2000s, the best team ever was fit, and then before that was terrible one, because you had Robbie Morales, you had Joe, you had Taj, you had uh, Jimmy LeVan, fuck, who else was on that team, help me out, Dan, if you want to call me out, because you're totally right, in the I 90s, I have no idea, terrible one, uh, how long's oh, Ruben rode Nate for Wessel, him? Nate Wessel, Metal. Metal was good, but Metal is nothing compared to Terrible One. Influential, Terrible One right now, if I didn't ride for the company I ride for right now, I'd ride a Terrible One. That's it. I'd ride a Terrible One. Paul period. Buchanan. Oh, my God. Paul Buchanan. That dude was God. good. Whoever, Brian Shinakanakaditz, I don't even know your name. You're a God. Kevin says McNeil. Ah, Kevin, yes, you're right. Because the greatest bike rider in the whole world, my Gary top Young. ten, the number one is Jay Muron. And yes, Gary Young rode for McNeil. But I have to say, for more influential, I think Fit. Was Fit more is more influential because every Young. every single rider for Fit influenced people in some way. Like like if you just took all of that whole entire team, you you make up all of people. BMX and the people who were influenced by those people, you know, like it, it makes up every single well, crowd here. Hold on. CK said, what about Hoffman? Yeah. Hoffman was just Hoffman. Nobody was going around saying, dude, I gotta be like psycho. Psycho's the best bike rider ever. Nobody was saying, ah, oh, fuck. I already forgot the other dude's name that became the TM that was on there. Like Hoffman, just Matt Hoffman was kind of the pusher because I'll, in the early 90s, I'll tell you who was more influential than them. It was the Dirt Brothers. Who else can take another company, slap a sticker on there, and sell a fork and a frame, a Skyway one, put a Dirt Brothers sticker on there, and sell those out automatically? See, now I'm just going to get under the skin of all these older dudes, but I, I think that's I okay. Think Dirt Brothers, it's funny. I think Dirt Brothers were way more influential than Hoffman Bikes. Hoffman was influential, but I don't think Hoffman Bikes was that influential. We're talking uh, about the effects of Road Fools 1. Okay, Road Fools 1, 
there would be no such thing as vlogging without Road Fools 1. Road Fools 1 was like the first time vlogging was around. That's what I feel like. I watched Road Fools 14 yesterday. The entire thing. Literally, that was the first time I ever watched a whole Road Fools before. And it was literally a vlog the entire time. I got done with it and I turned to Victoria and I was like, this is what we're doing when we go on vacation. <laughs> we're going to make a Road Fools video. Because that's what I'm it's going to be. It's so good. I, uh, I got to go back to, uh, where's he at? Uh, your bike. I'm talking about influential. I'm not talking about... I'm going to pee. You argue they... with these people. Yeah, go ahead. Get the hell out of here. And then somebody just called you out. I knew you had to piss. Oh, I got the biggest uh, <laughs> kidney or whatever. Second for Road Fools 2. Road Fools 2 was good. Uh, a Harlem shit. I like that. Oh, my God. Standard bikes. Shit. All right. All right. Hold on. I got to rephrase this. All right. Early 90s. Well, we can go 80s. 80s is pretty much Haro. Early 90s for me would be Dirt Brothers. Oh, this sucks. Mid, mid, mid to like 2002, Standard Bikes has it. But as soon as Terrible One came in, I'd say Terrible One like 98 to 2002. But after that, Fit. Holy shit. Fit, Fit killed it. Clothing company, Derek Adams, Little Devil murdered it. Little, uh, Little Devil is definitely uh, the best. Uh, every single person was sponsored by Fat Bald Men, but since they didn't get paid, they all left. <laughs> um, uh, so there's 30 people in here now. What was I going to say? Oh, uh, let's talk about... There's 31. He said, wear a diaper, motherfucker. I love you, your bike. And thank you. I, I'm just saying, and a lot of this is my opinion. What's up What's with up Stranger? With Stranger and Primo, everyone? Uh, do you remember when Stranger, four years ago, picked up everybody that got kicked off of the team? Did they do, do that? that? Who did they do that yes. with? Fiend? Gabe Brooks, Sean Rickinney, uh Miles Rogish. They pick up everybody. They're doing the same thing again. And then two years from now, they'll do the same thing again. Rich Hirsch loves the bad boys of BMX. Good job, Rich. That's your that's your title, the bad boys of BMX. The Etnies team, holy fuck. Uh, I love, you know what's so funny is the Etnies team was, the first Etnies video, amazing. But I have a soft heart for Lotech. Not Lotech's shoes, but the company. Lotech, BMX, the music, the videos. Uh, Rich Hirsch, god damn you, Rich Hirsch. Ian Platt, he's pretty good. Interesting. Who's the uh, best bike I, rider right now? The best bike rider right now? All around bike rider right now. Who is it? All around? All around. You have no clue what was going to come out of my mouth the first person, the first thing that was going to come out of my mouth. Right when you said the best bike rider, I was about to say uh, Jamie Bestwick. <laughs> no, that's true. You know who else said that? You know who else said that, though? No. In my life, someone else has told me that. I give you one guess, and then I'll tell you. Catfish. Nope. Hollywood. And Hollywood is an authority on that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> best bike rider? I fucking hate saying it. It sounds so cliche. Best bike rider right now, obviously, is Garrett Reynolds. And people's choice is going to be Garrett Reynolds. Garrett or Dennis? Dennis is right People will pick Garrett or Dennis. Dennis. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. 
Best but, bike rider of all time? I'll fucking give it to you. I'll give you the best bike rider top five right now on my list. And I don't give a shit what anyone says. CK Gould, I don't care who you are. And this other guy, my my list, top five best ever bike riders in the world. You ready? Number five, Joe Rich. Number four, Taj Mahalich. Number three, Dave Frymuth. Number two, Dave Osato. And number one, Jamie Jay Miron. Ah, you don't fucking beat that it. list. That list is better than anyone's list. I don't give a shit. Most tech anybody bike on rider list. of all time. Most tech bike rider of all time. Who's most the most tech? Ah, uh, uh, that's tough. That goes uh, between Mark, a few Mark people. Webb, super tough. Mark Webb, Rob Ridge, uh, Chansey. I like that Chansey kid. Eric Elstrand would be the hardest one to beat on a bike. But to me, my all-time favorite, Rat Boy. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Rat Boy is the most tech. Nobody out here is doing... Bar spin to bun or let's see, what the fuck did he do? Bar spin and to land X up grind, hop back into rocket manual, double bar kick flip, land onto that one eighty bar spin. You can't name Rat Boy's tricks, and those are twenty years ago. Oh no, Justin Spree is the best all around BMX rider right now. Not even a chance. I, not even Justin close. Spree is really, really good. He's really well rounded really and really good, good but, but he's nowhere near the best. His dad kicks ass for being as old as he is. Rat Boy, I love you, Kevin. I, I And these opinions are mine, okay? Obviously, I'm 36 years old. I don't mean to be disrespectful to anybody on here. I just, I, those are my top five. I, I mean, if you got a chance, follow Y2K BMX. If you love that. I think a lot of people didn't, I think the perception of tech did not mean like, technical but like lip trick tech oh god okay we can go lip trick trick you want our rick monterno fuck the world rick monterno is so goddamn good mark webb or rob ridge no mark see i i, I said mark webb didn't i first or person I said or mark rob ridge. ridge one of those two yes but rick monterno's you know who's really gangster and you, you're not even mentioning him. And I have the biggest boner for him. And he rides for Standard now. Bobby. Bobby. Bobby Altizer is, is so goddamn good. And yeah. what makes him so good is his attitude. Yeah, he's he's real good. I am definitely not anywhere considered on this list, people. <laughs> uh, Eben Fisher is amazing on a bike but he's one of those dudes that's just to himself he's an introvert which is awesome introverts you know you know who are probably kicked the shit out of a lot of people's like kevin jones kevin jones is a flatlander flatlanders are the best bike riders in the whole world no one in bmx talks about them andrew ferris you know what i mean um yeah uh, help me out who else rode for standard and he did flatland and he was on baseball Osika. Paulo Sika. Oh, That's my the God. guy who you, Paulo Sica you got the, me the biggest boner in the this world. Is, yep, I was, I was just yep. You know what I'm saying? Like flatlanders don't, and that's another thing we don't talk about. Every fucking aspect of BMX, except for flatland, is the last thing that comes up. Yeah. I wish flatlanders got more respect. But flatlanders flatlands, are its own thing. sport right now. Yeah, that it's gotten so crazy that it's its own sport. Big Daddy, Big Daddy. Is, He's a good all-around rider, too. Yes. He and, is but that's super he's good all-around. 
He's awesome. Chase, Chase, if your name's Chase, Chase Hawk, Chase Gwynn. Oh, my God, Chase Gwynn, the best Flatlander ever. Holy shit. Chase Dehart. All those Chases are so good. See that? Come on now, your bike. You're talking to an old man over here. I know what's going on. Morgan Wade. Morgan Wade's Dorkin. also very good. Morgan Morgan Wade is a hucker. That's what I'm Yeah, he Morgan is. Wade. You know what's so good about Dorkin? Is Dorkin... Dorkin 6, all this shit you see on Flatland Rails has already been done. And that was in the early 90s, like 94, 95. So all this crazy tech shit you see on handrails, that was done on a flat rail in like 95 in a Dorkin video. DeGroote, Chad DeGroote is so underrated. Chad DeGroote is a fucking god. The best conversations you can have with a human is Chad DeGroote. Me Never and Chad DeGroote have sat on the phone for hours. I love talking to Chad DeGroote. Never talked to him before. Uh, Zach Gerber, really good, but I think he's really misunderstood and people don't understand. Like, he's just got his own opinions and he's very strong about him. And I really respect his writing and I like him. I don't know him, but I can say I love his writing. It scares I the know fuck him. out of me. I know him very well. <laughs> Son, I'm 45. Well, sir, I'm only 36, but I'm a whore when it comes to BMX, so... <laughs> Nigel oh, Matt Willem? Holy shit, Matt Willem was so good. Nigel Sylvester. He's a better businessman than Garrett. Yes, Nigel Sylvester is the greatest BMX business. Well, let's take that back. Vic Murphy was pretty good at starting companies and then getting rid of them. Rich Hirsch is pretty good at starting companies and then getting rid of them. Uh, Nigel Sylvester is just good at selling I would, you know no, you know what? Billy Perry's good at selling. I would also say, I don't know. I bet you you could put throw Ronnie Bonner in that equation too for businessman, best businessman oh, in BMX. Yes, yes. He's definitely you know in there. You know who's got the the best lips? When I mean lips, the best the best salesman skills in BMX. No, Robbie at Colt. Robbie oh. could sell a fucking bone. <laughs> Like, he could sell a bone and people would think it's a steak. So, That's how goddamn good he is. Sell ice to a... a oh, Dan, Jimmy Walker is so good. Koji Craft. Hey, you know who we haven't mentioned yet? And we we should feel bad about not mentioning this one what? yet. Rob Nolly. Rob Nolly is so goddamn good. He's so underrated. The, he's so amazing. Literally amazing. Oh, my uh, God. Rob Nolly's like, yeah. Uh, Harlem shit. You can hear a lot of bad things about certain. You're going to always hear bad things. You just have to do your research and figure out if you like it for yourself and what you do. Just save it until you meet someone. If you make make your uh, decisions about people from your experiences with them, not what you hear about them. Because chances are, if they're a successful person, then people are talking crap about them. And you're not getting the whole story. My my other thing is, is uh, um, Kevin. There's no still, young guns watching this. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Uh, there's 31 <clears throat> old dudes in here. Ralph at Animal is a very good guy. Uh, it's pretty crazy that he makes 300 pegs and gives them all away to everybody in 1999 and then he created what he created he's really good for the east coast east coast wouldn't be who the east coast is without that 
Uh, Frank Muchucho or whatever. I can't say his Machio. name. Holy shit, that dude. Dude, that guy was so crazy with his flatland intermixing. I love that guy. Um, but my thing about Rich Hirsch is Rich is an artist. You're never going to get an artist, man. Steven Hamilton, he's an artist. Yeah. You're not going to get Steven, man. There, there's just a lot of crazy kooks that are out there, and I don't mean crazy in a negative way. I just mean it in an artistic way of their thinking is outside the box. Uh, I don't know. Take me, for example. Probably, people probably fucking hate me because I'm loud. I'm boisterous. I'm always out there. I'm o- I got these opinions and I do things. But if you get to know me, I'm the biggest dork in the world, and I'm not as loud as I am. So, Except you, know you, you do, uh, contrary to popular belief, you don't always talk in caps lock through text messaging. Ah. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I'm not into the whole VX filming, um, RVBXN. So booty groceries, I, I could see why people like that. It's another fill of skateboarding. That's what it reminds me of. Nib jibbing and new and all that. I do not like VX filming. You have a fucking phone. It's 20 times better than that VX. Stop it. Um, four eyes. Yes, Dan. I have a lot of them. Super dork for real. Heart you. I love you too. Black Rob. Holy shit. Black Rob's really good. Um, the dude that rides, or the dude that used to own Yo, Tree, Tree was so Sam. good at its time. If he didn't switch and go to uh, overseas, he would still be big to this time. But VX is raw. <clears throat> Yo, yes. Ricky, do and you know who I that can't is? I see it for shit. You know who that is commenting right there? Bad for life? No. That's Brody Gwilliam, the dude who makes videos at his at a farm he rides street on his farm i know you've seen him they're called like bush league uh, he, he literally rides probably. street on a farm well he, i love that guy um let me see smoker dave all right here's somebody smoker dave let me get cancer keep riding and then get rid of cancer keep smoking kicking ass on a bike then become homeless then get locked up in jail then get back out of jail Keep kicking ass on a bike and still inventing new tricks. That butt slide thing that he does down fucking ledges was the sickest thing ever. Skunk Brothers for life. If you don't know the Skunk Brothers, who's on there? Let's see. Uh, Eric Hillstad. Uh, la, 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 la. The Gons. Rat Boy. Smoker Dave. Got him old. Let me see. 50 years here. Born and raised in Oakland Riders since the early 80s. Oh, my God. All right, Mr. RL, tell me about uh, Dave Vanderspeck. Or the original Lip Lords. Ooh, there you go. Those guys are from that time period. One of those guys lives in Ohio. I've ridden with him and met him. Uh, we still make the Brian Foster tires. Uh, we make it a 2.25 and a 2.35. And Brian Foster came to the warehouse yesterday and... I think because I see him all the time, now the effect of like, oh, fuck, Brian Foster's is here. But every time Brian Foster tells me a story about another BMXer, I just turn into a giddy little kid. <laughs> Did you see my Instagram story yesterday from when I was watching Road Fools 14? No, I didn't. It's Brian Foster. When they're doing the introduction, he says they're talking about Doyle. And Brian goes, Chris Doyle 
is the kind of person who washes his hands before he eats. <laughs> it was so funny. I was teasing Brian Foster about when he did the uh, Red Bull Mean Streets. And I was like, Brian, this is you. Everybody else was going two miles an hour, and Brian Foster was going fast as fuck at every trick, and they're supposed to be doing street stuff. It's like, Brian, calm the fuck down. We're not racing. We're not at the trails. We're riding street. (laughs) Yo, you need to come out here this summer and ride the trails, the skate park, and street with me. You need to come here. I'm going to do both. Full-time job. I'll do both. You come here, and I'll come there. All right, I love you. Hey, guess what? It's been an hour. I got to go and watch uh, Game of Thrones and... uh, I gotta drive an hour to get to my woman. So take your phone with you. <laughs> oh, we can talk on the thing. I think. I don't know. All right. Well, here. Fuck it. I'll just bring the thing with me. We'll just go until my phone dies. There we go. Oh shit! We can't do that. Can't hear me. Hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Hey, tell uh, RL. Hey, RL. His son called me and wanted bike parts, and I'm going to help him out with the jam, and I'm going to give him stuff. Psycho was the best, RL. Psycho? Are you talking about the Psycho, psycho I would Psycho used know? to ride for Hoffman. And then if you watched Head First, and he had the whole part of him doing, like, huge airs. Okay, so you're talking about someone. Disaster. You're not talking about Anthony Psycho. No. Okay. I'm talking about somebody that is probably his late 40s. Gotcha. Yeah, definitely not the same person. That's funny. You know me. I'm, I'm talking about good stuff, okay? Now I can't see what anyone's saying. Anthony so now... Psycho is a good stuff writer. Oh, yeah, you can't see the conversation. I don't know. We can end yeah, it. it. We can end it. It doesn't matter. I, I'm, I'm, it's fine. I'll just keep sitting here talking. We'll keep going from there. Uh, let me put this over here. RL said Davin got his bike stolen. What happened? Davin got his bike stolen. Devin who? I don't know. That's the the guy who was talking about Psycho. Oh, that's the worst, man. Getting your bike stolen is worse than your girlfriend leaving you. I don't even want to imagine what getting a bike stolen would feel like. I'm serious. Like, I, I, I've cried. I cry every time my bike got stolen. Yeah, I don't even want to imagine what that's like. It's like... <laughs> oh, Psycho is... Okay, so no, they're talking about Psycho. Psycho got his bike stolen. The old guy Psycho? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Oh, well, maybe I can figure something out. Tell him... Uh, uh, maybe I can figure something out. They can hear me, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're still connected. Okay. Well, I talked to his son, so thing. maybe I can figure something out. Because I sent... Uh, I sent, I got Ratboy a whole bike, so, nice. you know me, I'm a whore, I'm trying to help people out, I'm trying right. to get the Gons, I'm trying to get a hold of the Gons again, I had his phone number, but he changes it, I'm trying to get him bike stuff too. Worst getting your bike stolen in your own garage. I don't have to worry about that, luckily. <laughs> Ricky knows. I had mine stolen out of my bedroom. That's crazy. Oh, fuck, I dropped you. Are you still there? <laughs> yeah. All right. So you know that I don't have to worry about getting my bike stolen out of a garage. <laughs> you live out in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> I just wanted you to say that. This is actually kind of sick. 
Can you hear me? Yeah, but I can hear an echo too. Huh? I hear an echo too. What does that mean? Oh, I guess it's okay now. No, it's okay. good. It's good. It's just you sound different now. Yeah, it's because I'm on Bluetooth. Yeah. It's this thing in the real world. It's inside of a car. Oh, I know. I know all about it. Dude, it hasn't stopped raining in for Oh, you're you're cutting out. Hold on, you're cutting out. It's super bad. Am I out? No, you're there. It's just a bad connection. Well, I think it cut out. We might try again. Is he still on Wi-Fi? Yeah, okay, are we good now? Can you hear me? I think I'm good, yeah. Yeah, we're good. You just had to disconnect you. from your... You, gotta, you had to get out of Wi-Fi range. Okay. Yep, he went... That's exactly what happened. People were in the comments uh, problem-solving it. Anyways, anyways. I love that Ricky is personally trying to resurrect riders. Yeah, uh, if I if if that uh, psycho DMs me on Instagram or I can talk to his son, I'd like to get him some bike parts and help him out. Yeah, make it happen, people of the chat. Yo, I sent stuff to Davey Watson. Is that I the guy who like sent it? He, like, absolutely sent it and broke himself off? No, he's the dude that uh, Oppo Ice picked uh, El Taro and was, like, huge in Facade. Did you see the movie Facade or the video? No. With Bruce Christman and them? Nope. (laughs) He wrote for Federal? I don't know anything. Okay, never mind. Davey Watson is a god. When you get off of here, you got to watch him ride. He's so good. I will good. do that. I will check it out. He wrote for Diamondback. <laughs> Yo, what happened to Diamondback? Did they just die? I think they just got bought out because they were owned by Pacific Cycles or whatever. Oh, I have a Pacific bike in my garage. Uh, I like that. What do you, you think is going to happen with Mirako? You think someone's going to buy it and make it legit? No, uh, another generic brand's gonna buy it and then just sell it to bike shops or to Dicks or to Target or something. Again. You think so? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Numbers, if you look at the numbers, the numbers are inflated and they're taking numbers from when Dave Mira had the team going. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Diamondback no, is a mountain bike sure. company. Huh? Someone said Diamondback is a mountain bike company. Yep. They make good mountain bikes now. Probably. Anyways, though. Yeah, I don't see Miracle coming back. It would be cool if it did, though. It would be, but it wouldn't have the same direction. And the only way that it could carry on is if his wife did it. Oh. And then, I don't think... I don't think BMXers would care as much because, let's be honest, when Miracle was around, how many people actually cared about Miracle? No one. Yeah, so 
no one, you know, just the piece and the idea of it is great, but yeah. I don't think it'll have enough buzz. Would there ever you be know? a carbon freestyle frame? I bet there will be one, uh -huh. <laughs> but I bet it'll get broken. Oh. oh yeah. Someone will make one and then they'll break it and then no one will ever make one again. It's just like when, what's his name, made that titanium frame. How long did that thing last? I don't know. There's a whole bunch of titanium frames right now. Yeah, but how long are those lasting? I'm hearing, I'm hearing like maybe three months. I don't know. I haven't heard. We'll find out when BK gets a new bike again. <laughs> Who? BK. He has one. Her GT? Brooklyn. BK. Oh, God. He has one. I don't even... <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, when he gets a new bike, that's whenever one... You'll know how long it lasted. How does that guy even ride? Since what you call it doesn't even exist anymore. He rides outdoor. Oh. Hoffman needs to make his brand big. Yeah, but Hoffman doesn't own his brand. He doesn't? I didn't know that. No, I don't. I think he's the face to it. Same gotcha. with Crandall. I don't think Crandall owns FBM. Interesting. I heard some stuff about FBM, but I'm not. I don't want to say anything. No, not bad at all, but it's the same thing with, you know, Robbie was the fit of fit, or was the face of fit. It's good to have people like that. You need faces. No, I'm saying like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> but, uh, yes, Brooke, uh, I don't know. Someone told me to watch Rob Wise's part in Market Zero before I sleep. Oh, God, that part. Yeah, you got to watch that. I do Rob remember so I remember a Rob Wise video from way back where he had a bandana on with long hair like mine. And, and he I was, has a tattoo of himself, of his face, on his thigh. That's funny. But I, was, I remember being so psyched because he had long hair and a bandana too. And he did a giant bar spin between two rollers at this like prefab park that was huge. That dude's got funny hops, man. Yeah, he does. Him and Dave Thompson. Interesting. Him and Dave Thompson had that one video when they were in Vegas that came out recently. I think it was like three years ago or four years ago. Hmm. Does Jeff Harrington still ride? Yeah, but I don't think I don't think as much. That dude is a beast. Hell yeah. He was like six foot seven. Remember Neil Josh Harrington, Harrington not Jeff Rocky? Harrington. Oh, Jeff Harrington had the best hairdo. I'm talking um, Josh Harrington. Yes. Josh Harrington had the best over fifty fifty grind and ever. Going downside. Josh, Josh Harrington won a contest in Canada and said this is the first contest I won in America when he won Metro Jam. <laughs> That's my favorite saying ever. That's funny. Dude, he had the most insane gap to downside double peg grinds on quarters ever. I like how that's becoming a normal thing though. With uh, Gary Young doing them, they're in line at the band contest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's doing them. Kevin Porter. I hung out with Kevin Porter when I went to California last 
and he is such a breath of fresh air, man. Yeah. Yeah. All I got to say is hand kickflips. That's the greatest BMX trick ever. I tried to do that one time and could not get my body to do it. <laughs> Just because Gary can do crazy ones doesn't make it normal. Talk, talking about the downside double pegs. Yeah, but there's multiple people that are doing them. That one new kid that rides for Federal now, that does uh, the Boyd, spin too. Boyd Hilder. Boyd's doing them. There's a few people doing them now. Yep. Someone said, uh, lunchtime, really cool stream, guys. Catch yous. Then another person said, gotta roll. Love the video slash podcast. Need to do more BMX flashbacks. Sunday calls with Montana, Ricky, and me. Stay safe, brothers. Cool. How many people do we have left? 24. Holy shit! You 24 people are the best! Right? I was in a bar when Kevin Porter quit standard and his kickflip whips. Oh my god, I forgot about his kickflip whips. That's a crazy trick. That is a very crazy trick. I have a trick that I invented that still hasn't been done. Yeah, me too. That needs to be done. You got one too? Yeah, dude. Every single ice pick variation that no one else will ever do. No, 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 no. Uh, kick bar spin. Dude, that, like can-can and you kick the bar around? Yeah. That trick. No one's ever going to do that. I would love to see someone do that. <laughs> your front toe and you just kick your bar or you kick your peg and then if you kind of move back you can do it it's possible if you i just don't know how to jump some you can kick a can can dude you can do a can can and then saran wrap it and bring your bars around too kick bar spin that's the one i've been trying to get people to do yeah Jeez, matt behringer <laughs> Matt Berenger calls me once a month and we talk for like two or three hours and usually he's drunk when he calls me <laughs> and he'll talk about the BMX days and me and him will just have long conversations about just doing random ass tricks all that's, the time man that's funny. it's so funny like how old pros receive BMX now like the way they think about it like Matt Berenger, for a while, was having a hard time not being a pro BMXer anymore. Yeah. And it, it, it just hurt my heart because he was just so depressed about it. But lately, he's starting to accept it. And it just, it stumps me out when legends like him get the response that it gets. Like people inviting him to contests and people acknowledging everything he's done for BMX. You know, he invented the front flip. Yeah. Well, I think he's the first person to do a front flip at a contest because that one circus guy, that Yarez or whatever, is the first guy to do a backflip, the first guy to do a double backflip, and then I think he tried a front flip, and that was in 1986 or 85. It's a long time ago. It's crazy as that sounds. <laughs> it's a long time ago. Right? 
Uh, someone said I need to go to the Merritt Warehouse. I've been there. I need to go back. Well, tell that guy if he works at a bike shop, he's invited. He said that I need to, like me. Uh, oh, you? Yeah. Yeah, man, you're you're invited. Come back, brother. Let's have a good time. I know. I need to. I want to come back out and like hang out and ride New York and like get more time there. I forgot you spent the night at my house. Yeah. We're buddies, dude. Yeah, we are. Slept in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> what uh? What else are people saying on there? Matt is a great rider and an awesome human. He is, man. He's a very, very, very good guy. He's done so much for BMX. And he's just... He's brought the... Bringing fun back to BMX and brought it to the front lines. But he obviously can kick ass and do the craziest tricks, too. Right. At the same time. Right. Definitely a rad dude. Should try and get... Huh? Should try and get... uh, people like that to jump on here with us all we have to we can literally like we could bring kevin into this with us right now if he wanted us to (laughs) i don't want to see kevin's face i'm just saying like we could i love kevin me too go buy his bar ends and rings oh hell yeah all right well yeah i'm I'm tired I love you guys. Everybody that's on here, we're going to try to do this on Sundays as much as we can. We'll try to have more topics, but I think just the conversation and letting everybody chime in is is really good. Yeah, it's fun. We'll bring more people on here, too. Hell yeah. I'll get Matt Berenger to come on. Okay. I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, I'll get Vic Murphy to come on, too. We'll do that. Let's do that. Set it up for Sunday. <laughs> I, can, I can get Van Holman on, too. Get Van on. Let's do it on Sunday. Let's get them all on here at the same time. Oh, my God. That'd be so great. All right. Love you guys. All right. We're going to get off here. I'm going to end it when Ricky hangs up. So thank you guys for hanging out. If you're watching it in the future, subscribe. There's more stuff like this coming. There it goes. All right. Everybody, I'm out of here. Thank you for hanging out, and we'll see you tomorrow for another video, because I got a video coming out tomorrow. See you guys.